let's let's transition to a whole nother note. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to go and I want you to take me to the game this year when you guys play Stanford. Yeah. And you had 20 and 19 and uh, you were so amped that day. I watched that game. Uh, just take me through your mentality of that game and that euphoric feeling after that game. Uh, that game overall, I just remember that day. Yeah. Uh, I just felt good that whole day. I think it was a morning game. We played early at like 12 or 1. Yeah. And so we were just, we just felt good the whole game. I think we were leading the whole game until like fourth or something like mm-hmm. that. So we had a really good, you know, shooting style, like a shooting game. Because usually um, we kind of got in a drought where we weren't shooting that well. But that game, we just happened to hit literally most of our shots. And I was in majority of the game. I think I played like 38 minutes. I didn't get in foul trouble. Mm-hmm. So I was playing smart. And I remember just being really focused that game. Like like how you said, I was really pumped up, really amped. I was just like, you know, we're playing Stanford. So the hype of the game, everybody, like the fans are into uh-huh. it. And they were, and so I, I Stanford was number one at the time. The reaction right? stuff, Wasn't so. Stanford number one at the time? They were number one. Yeah, we knocked them yeah. off. Yeah. I think that's when we went through that whole, it was like four weeks of a new number one or something. Something, you know? Yeah, so I mean, being the number one team—that's always. Like, yeah, buddy. Is there something? Because you mentioned some sometimes like the foul trouble or uh, maybe not playing as smart as you want as far as your expectations. Is that something that you really were aware aware of as the season went on? Yeah, uh, most definitely, it was something I had to get back used to because freshman year, I fouled a lot. You know, I guess getting used to the speed of the game. Yeah, yeah, and so. You know, sophomore season, this past season, I kind of got it adjusted really well to that. And I was playing smarter defense. I wasn't fouling. I wasn't late. You know, when you foul, you're just late. Right, right, right. Playing Playing catch-up. That's true. Hey, that's a a big thing. Talk talk to some of the younger players out there who may be getting away with some things in high school and club that they can't get away with at your level. Can't and won't get away with. Right. Yeah. You can, no, yeah. And you I brought get away that up. You with it in college, you, you get exposed, definitely. So when you say late, like just recognizing things late or reacting late. Yeah. Um. When I say late, I mean you're just your reaction is late. Like you're still okay. kind of trying to adjust to the speed because college is way faster. I don't care what anybody says than high school ball. Like you just just right. a faster game. <laughs> And you're either just late or you're not disciplined when you foul. So I had to learn mm. to be disciplined also, you know, learning when and how hard to do stuff, especially my height and my size. You know, yeah. if I'm playing someone smaller, they're going to look at me even if it doesn't look like a foul to foul because I'm just bigger than everybody. <laughs> look bigger right. and, you're, and you're aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you just got to be smart. You see, Kemi don't understand that. That's the problem of being a big. They, they all automatically think you have an advantage, so sometimes they feel like the referees got to feel like they got to even it out with irritation the crap it's, out of it. Exactly. So. <laughs> it's so annoying, but that's how it is. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, you, they always. So you have to be getting excited when you at least play somebody <clears throat> your size because you're probably like, okay, cool. They're going to let us bang a little bit. We could be a little bit more physical. Do you normally think that? Because somebody undersized the exact thing that Prentice is talking about they may give them an unfair advantage simply because they think you have a size advantage. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, definitely. I love playing teams that I know have a lot of length. 
because I know I can play with them a little bit and we can we can battle. We can get a lot more physical in the post or you know where I'm wherever I'm at in that game. So I like playing big teams. Got you. Do you? I'm I'm sure you watch some, some men's games at times. Do you think that the referees give you guys the same latitude that they give the boys or the or the men? <laughs> Not at all. I mean. <laughs> and and the women's game, I feel like in, for the men's, they let them play more. I, that's just me. I mean, no right. offense to the men, but I think they do get a little bit more. They can get more physical. But I, from me playing ball in AU, like we can get physical too. Like it can get really intense. But uh, I don't know. I I really feel like the referees, how they how they're uh, wrecking games now. I mean, it, it is what it is. I can't change the refing, but I guess they want to keep the game you know, under control or whatever. You know, you don't want it to get out of hand, too out of hand. So. Right. But they should allow you guys to have some emotion. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. every emotion don't call for a tech, you know, because I'm getting fired right. up with a let's go. Like, so I, I feel you on that. Look, I'm a guy and I feel you there. Because I hate when I'm watching the women's game and I feel like they're treating it with kid gloves at times. And right. You know, this, I- is, this is big girl basketball. It is, yeah. And I like to play with emotion. I think it gets everybody all hyped up with the fans. It makes the game interesting. It makes the game more exciting. Yeah, it makes it fun. Makes it really yeah. Were you the emotional leader of the team this year? Did you guys have multiple people in that role? Oh, it was uh, it, it was a lot of us. Uh, I would say me. I, I always talk. I, I talk mess sometimes, like. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have Joyner. You have Joyner talking her stuff too it's just all it's just when it gets like that and you know everybody's talking hey what a, what y'all a, had a team y'all had a team full of talkers for real for real right yeah <laughs> hey what is yeah, practice like with you and joiner who it was competitive one time we actually got into it this was like in the summer last summer yeah because it was just me and her battling literally one-on-one because in the summer, we would just do, oh, yeah, we would be dogging each other. Early in the mornings, then we're mad we don't want to be there. It's so early. And then we, on top of that, they're making us play against each other. So we would fight. We would go at it. Look, yeah, we would, and, and you guys we are close. At it. Oh, yeah, we super cool. That's my girl, yeah. yeah but I mean, but yeah. you know what? I think you just brought up to stuff because sometimes in this current culture, people don't go ham and go hard against their friends. You know what I mean? Nah. It's like so for you guys to do that on a daily basis, right? Really banging like that, being ultra competitive, uh, but then being respectful and sisters um, when that time comes off the court. I think that's amazing. That speaks to both of you guys: one, your competitiveness, but two, your maturity. Right? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, when when you can learn how to balance the two, being friends but also being competitive, I feel like that's the great thing because. Once you go on on different levels, you have to learn, like, you know, who's your friend, who's not, or if they're your friend, when to separate the two. So, I mean, it's just it's just basketball. And as you go through the process and you go through the leagues, you know, different girls understand that. So let me ask you this. Uh, tell everybody how tall you are, first of all. I'm 6'5". 6'5", 6'5". I always said 6'6". Six, six. Oh, yeah, and the extra itch. <laughs> Yeah, but hey, they be trying to give you that extra inch, though. I'm gonna give you an inch. What people don't understand is if they ain't really watch you play, I'm looking at your stats from, from last year. Yeah. You shot 35% from the three point line. Yeah. 
yeah. you took about 79 shots, so it wasn't like you just took two or three. No. <laughs> yeah, no, I was shooting. Yeah, I was. But see, that's the <laughs> thing from. It took me a while, though. You know, if you look at back at my freshman season, I wasn't right, yeah. as comfortable. I think it was more of me getting comfortable with shooting like that that I was able right. to shoot like that, you know? Did you get yeah. more reps? Did you get more reps at that skill and that gave you the confidence or just the time on the floor and and getting comfortable on the floor to actually utilize the skill you already have? And I'm also looking at your free throw. They, they'll never accuse you of being Shaq. You shoot close to... <laughs> Dude, she like almost eighty percent from the free throw line for for, for a two year career so far. So they, they you want you got to worry about Hacker Shack or, or Hacker Charlie. Ah, uh, we lost her. Oh, yeah, dude, she, dude, she shot eighty percent as a freshman, or basically eighty one percent, and seventy seven percent as a sophomore. Man, dude, Jesus, listen, that that's that's <laughs> an incredible stat for somebody. Yeah, that, dude. somebody that big, that aggressive, um, and playing the minutes that she played you know what I mean you, you're playing 30 minutes a night 30 plus minutes at times like she played 38 minutes against against Stanford and you know coach Tara Vanderveer got scouts on scouts on scouts counters on counters on counters and to right. be able to be uh and size so to be able to do that in that game remain on the floor is such a weapon when she's not in foul trouble at that height that imposing right. frame with aggressiveness, because you like you said, you can't foul her. She making eight mm -hmm. out of ten free throws, like so you can't foul Bruh. her. Um, now she's stepping out to the three point line, so it'll be interesting to know when she comes back. Just thinking down the road, staying healthy and so forth. Six six. Um, on well, the track, interesting is to go to the league and being able to hit a three at her size. No, that's a commodity, baby. Well, the key is. Who's gonna come in as a new coach and what style? Right. Hey, Charlie, yeah. I'm sorry. Glad I'm I got sorry you about back. that. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we were, you know, we was talking about you um, stepping out and making the three, and you was getting into whether because I wanted to know was it just a skill you hadn't worked on? Did you start ripping it out more? Or did you already have that skill, and then just being on the floor more than being comfortable? Then you start taking. Yeah, that. like I've always could shoot like I've always could step out and shoot the three especially before college right. I think it was more me getting on the floor and actually doing it in the game in the college game you know so that that's right. all it took was just getting right. that confidence mm -hmm. I mean that that's almost a, a new meaning to the word stretch right. four yeah <laughs> man hey hey, hey <laughs> WNBA frame WNBA height you know, be able to, hey pick and pop <laughs> man, that's, man, that's, that's scary <laughs> And, and nobody, I was, I was telling nobody six six running out there to guard you. No, 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 no. They ain't no. trying to do that. that. And then I was telling, I was telling Cameron, I'm like, and they can't go, they can't do the hacking, Charlie, because you can knock down free throws at eighty percent. You're right. <laughs> You're right. But I, look, I, look, I'm gonna have a little bit of criticism. Okay. Here. I think that is a, a heck of a weapon in your repertoire to be that big, that aggressive that I, I think you should be shooting eight, at least eight to 10 free throws every game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, you gotta go inside out, you gotta be inside out. You know, I, you I go did. inside out, now you're unguardable. I mean, that's, cause they can't foul you. Like, it's just only, <laughs> no, they, you going to the line, can't. you cashing out, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So that, that's a tremendous, tremendous weapon. And you spoke a little bit about um, AAU and exciting games and the physicality. 
um, can you? What's the most memorable club game that you played in, or that you can remember? Ooh. I know it's so many. I know it's so many. I, I so played many. so many years of EYBL. <laughs> like, uh, or, did or just did you play with? You played yeah, with Cypher, right? Cypher. Uh huh. Yeah. With the yeah. Sedona. Who, who's the Who's the point guard on your team when you play for Cypher? I had multiple. Chaz. I played with Chaz. Right. Uh, That's right. Yeah, Leonard. Passes. I play yeah. with Kennedy Leonard. I don't know if you remember her. Mm-hmm. I play with a lot. Jaden. Jaden Owens. I play me. with Jaden as a PG. Yeah, Jordan was on that team too. For, for yeah, least, I wasn't on that team the year she was on there though. You was on the the, right. the other like one yes, below it. Yes, and then I moved up the yes, following yeah. year. I moved up. Yeah. Hey, by the way, let that be a message to all these people who are trying to play 17U super quick. Yeah, no, it's a, like, it's a process. You got to work up. Do you think people are embracing the process or everybody trying to rush to get there? Uh, I mean, I... Collectively speaking, there's always exceptions, but collectively Yeah, it's speaking. a point of time where you always, like, I even tried to rush it. Freshman year, I was getting frustrated. I'm like, man, I'm not getting what I used to, you know, before this. And I was like not patient i feel like a lot of people get impatient 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 yeah trying to rush the process but i mean once you get it it's like it's fun like it's you're getting it it's cool so yeah i could say a lot of people don't want to be patient at times and trust it but you got to trust it you have to yeah we had jada allen on uh freshman point guard from uh, grand canyon university and one of the things she said was a lot of players don't want oh cameo hello oh, yeah here. i'm here yeah i'm here That's cameo people don't want oh, he, he, oh. oh i got you she, she didn't hear you we had jade holland on point guard from <coughs> grand canyon university and she was saying how important it is when they get to college for players to work through whatever issues they have to be mentally tough enough to work through those issues so you saying hey man i wasn't getting some of the stuff i was used to getting you know and it got a little mm-hmm. bit of frustrating it got frustrating but you worked through it you know what i mean and and you came out on the yeah. other side and reaped the benefits of that and i just think that some people really 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 um need to learn how to work through those issues themselves or have supportive people around them that are encouraging them to work yeah. through those issues versus you ain't getting what you getting and you know what we need to be about this piece you know what I mean right. or they ain't treat it's everybody else's fault why yeah. you're not doing you know why you're not getting what you used to getting and sometimes it could just be like man I just gotta learn a little bit be a little bit more patient you That's know right. pick my spots and so I think you, you speaking on that is really really good and really really key for other people who follow you and look up to you to hear yeah no, most definitely. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, yeah you was a McDonald's All American. I was, yeah, <laughs> all that yeah. in high school. Hey, when you when you was named McDonald's All American, what the, hey. what what was that? Were they doing the ceremonies then to each person's hometown? Uh, like coming to the school and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They came yeah. to school and all that, and did the jersey rep, uh, present presentation <laughs> and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, how was how was that feeling? Was the was the community just on fire behind that? Yeah, especially where I'm from. You know, I go to like a small little school, little white and tell school. The, tell the people where you're from and what that community is like. I'm from I'm from <coughs> Texas. 
um, I'll go you to. Said I went, so proudly. You said it so proudly. Say it one more time. <laughs> from Baytown, Texas. <laughs> All right. Man, why you can't be proud about a little town? Be quiet. Be nice. Yeah, from Baytown. <laughs> so yeah, it's like right outside of Houston. Uh, I went to Barbers Hill. Okay. Small five A school, but uh, we were pretty good. Yeah. So like, me getting that award, it's like nobody ever through the school's history has gotten that or any award that I've gotten in high school. So they were all proud of me. It might, and it might yeah, not happen to you. Know. <laughs> look, look, hey, you left a legacy. I don't know if people are going to reach that bar. You set a bar that was really, really, really high. Hey, yeah. is there any advice that you would give up and coming players who are considered elite players and they're going through the recruiting process? What advice would you give them and their families? I would say anything that a coach tells you, just really take that in consideration because it's going to be hard. And I feel like a lot of college, like a lot of high school athletes, especially highly recruited, they don't, they know what it, it's, it's like because they speak to college players that are there, but they don't really know. So just take everything with a grain of salt and know that it's going to be hard, but like you could do it because college is not easy, but um, you're going to have to just prove yourself again. That's that's really what I can tell Woo! you. You're going to have to prove yourself twice, you know, in college because, yeah, that's you're going to have to there. prove yourself again, you know. It what starts was your over. Biggest adjust- what was your biggest adjustment? Um, biggest adjustment? Like we, yeah, we hear a lot of uh, time management, um, you know, that's I would like say pace. I'm going back to when I was talking about fouling, back to the pace of the game was so hard for me. You know, getting used to the speed of the game. Yeah. And especially as a quote unquote big, especially as a big. Yeah. Yeah. No, and your only adjustment to that is just being that's in. It. That's, that's all you can experience. do is go through it. <laughs> yeah. Man, that is amazing. Yeah. Anything that you'd like to share to anybody uh, while we got you on? Anything that I would like to hear? Look, no, not here, but anything that you just like to share. Oh, it's like the fans. Well, it may be the fans, your supporters. It could be to anybody. Uh, I'll, oh yeah, I did. I started a, a fundraiser for COVID nineteen for my hometown. Now, in now see, that's what I'm talking about. And I really would like, you know, a lot of y'all, or if you can, to donate or tell other people to donate. I'm just trying to give back, you know. So I started that. It's on my so Twitter. So, on Instagram. Twitter. so what is your Twitter handle? Your, my Twitter handle is Charlie C underscore 14. Gotcha. Charlie yes. C underscore 14 is her Twitter handle. Yes. Go. How can they make it? How can um, they make it's it in my um, bio. I have I posted a link in my bio and it's also pinned to my profile. So as soon as you pull up my name, you just click it. Just click the GoFundMe box. Gotcha. Yeah. Hey, thank you so much. Well, we're wishing you that you stay healthy. We're wishing it to be a seamless transition. I know today started off a little rough, yeah. uh, but but we believe that it'll get better for you and for your family and for your teammates. And, you know, we definitely want to thank you for making time to come on the Ball and Gems podcast. Oh, yes. Most definitely. Pre- oh, yes. Thank Appreciate you, guys. Charlie. Thank you. Have a good day. And give my best to okay, your mom. All right, y'all. Bye. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. Hey man, Pete, let me tell you something. Man. Wow. I'm, mad. I'm I'm mad that I don't have a kid that age, that <laughs> poised, like some of these men. But I mean, 
the London Jones, Charisma Osborne, Tamia Gardner, Charlie Collier, and all these kids. I mean, these young people, man, are sharp. They are so sharp um, and intelligent and personable, man. It's just really amazing um, to hear all these things and to have them sharing their words and for people to hear that is just dope. It's just, it's just really dope, man. It, it really, really right, is. Right, right. Um, Charlie Collier, once again, let me give her Twitter one more time. She's doing some big fundraising uh, regarding to COVID-19. It's Charlie C underscore 14. That's C-H-A-R-L-I-C underscore number one, number four. Um, grateful to have her on. I'm Cameo Williams, Gems in the Gym. Princess Beverly, Paul and Prep. Gems. This is the podcast, another episode in the building. We're done. Peace. Yes, sir. We're